Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Hey everyone, welcome to It's Dem Damn Enchiladas the Podcast, where we will delve into the world of horror movies, video games, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera, Will Intentions, on the Twitter machine, partner, and, and the mic. A to the Grizzy, B to the Fizzy, Adam Griffman, at Griffmoy. Welcome to our illustrious podcast, episode two, because we are twice as awesome. That's right. Today. Doing good, doing good. Uh... It's been a very eventful couple days or so. Lots of news going in there. Uh, Lots of news. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Liam Hensworth has now filed for divorce from Miley Cyrus. I know that's an update, you know, from episode one. I know everyone listening was wondering about that. Um, so we can now, thankfully, it's over. So we don't have to worry about it and ponder anymore about the circumstances that would lead us to worry about that. And not be able to perform a high-level, high-quality podcast like ours. Thoughts, Griff? Yeah, I was going to have to take a nap. If that was going to get any worse. Um, stress nap. Cause, All right, well, yeah. there we go. I think we're contractually obligated to mention their relationship. We are? Episodes. Yeah, we're sponsored by Old Town Road, Remix, Little Nas X, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Dropping. Well, it's already dropped. It's number one. But be that as me. Um, I had a lot of free time on my hands, <laughs> and it's becoming apparent. For those who don't know, I have taken the summer off, whether by my own design, be that as it may. And I've been watching a lot of Amazon Prime, because apparently all the good TV shows now are on Amazon Prime. Well, all the old ones. And we were talking about the other day about how I can rewatch. I just finished watching Psych, Burn mm-hmm. Notice, and now I'm on Chuck. And I wanted to talk about how Chuck and Psych may be two of the greatest TV shows ever. I fully agree, especially with Psych. Uh, I think I still think that Chuck didn't get. Um, as much of a deep run as I would have liked and that cliffhanger is still very annoying and settles ah, in my brain man. but it hurts, uh, it hurts Chuck really managed to reinvent itself every season so it's good it lives on you know through streaming and uh, on home video home media because it was a very good show and kind of ahead of its time I'm on season 3 just about done and I have to like slow down because I know there's only two more seasons yeah and I know that ending is gonna upset me again because I'm gonna cry 
I'm going to cry. Again. <laughs> For the now, yeah. the fourth time, because this is my fourth time rewatching it. Yeah, that ending's rough. That ending is, is, is a, a glimmer of hope um, right next to a bummer. It's, like, a, it's, a hopeful, it's a hopeful bummer. For those of you out there who don't know, I'm uh, I'm in love with Ivan Strahovski. And when they announced the Captain Marvel movie, I really wanted her to be Captain Marvel. Oh, you went nuts. I went bonkers at Brie Larson's casting. Now, she was pretty good. Ivan would have been better. But I'm a little biased in that regard. A little biased. Um, it's okay. I can still okay. get her into the MCU, don't you worry. I have thoughts. Sue Storm. Think about it. Let it marinate. That is perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. See? Yeah. See what I did there? But I was gonna I was gonna, I was thinking to uh work her into Captain Marvel and have her play Moonstone. Well I guess. <laughs> but Sue Storm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another that's that's for another day. As Griff and I rewrite X-Men and Fantastic Four movie history for the MCU. That's right. That's an episode. That might be a five-parter. Yeah, that's definitely a run of episodes, because, man, I got some X-Men thoughts that I can't get into. You can't get into it because we don't have enough time in the day. No. 24 hours is not enough time for him to go on to this. No. But the best part about uh, Psych and Chuck is the all the pop culture references. Um, we are we are nerds. We are geeks. Yes. We love it. We love that stuff. Um, psych more on the wrestling uh, angle than Chuck. Chuck was more the comic book um, spy movie right angle, and just just the guest stars. I mean, I'm gonna go through a list because that's how I do. Michael Clark Duncan, C.S. Yep. Lee. Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Yep. Gary Poe, who's been on every damn show in the world, and we still love him. He's been everyone's dad. I'm pretty sure that's his, like, casting type, is dad. Like, con man dad of everybody. My greatest uh, favorite guest star, Armand Asante. The yep. leader of Costa Guava. Yep. Best thing. You know how I used to freak out every episode he would show up. <laughs> Yep. Armand! Armand! Uh, who else? Uh, Timothy Dalton, who's my favorite Bond. Not everyone else's, but my favorite Bond. Linda Hamilton. Yep. She's in the news. Well, obviously because trailers. Uh, on, Ch- uh, on Psych, Tim Curry. Yep. John Cena. Yep. Kerry Washington. Yep. Ali Sheedy. Yep. William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Judd Nelson. That's right. Kurt F. N. Smith from Tears for Fears. Correct. Three times. Yeah, they loved Jaleel, him. Jaleel White. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Quarterback. Yep. Quarterback. I mean, I can go on forever. But there's three. Actually, there's four that pop out to me because they actually have uh, a foundation in horror movies. Those three would be Tony Todd, 
Bruce Campbell. Yep. 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 And Robert England. Now the fourth one, Anthony Michael Hall, who has been recently in the news. That's right. Uh, actually, you know that that leads into all three have kind of been popping back up in horror news. Well, like they're always in horror news, pretty much. But um, uh, so let's start with uh, Robert England. Uh, it was reported a couple weeks ago. Robert England was talking about. Uh, the fact that he would like to, you know, play Freddy Krueger one more time. He thinks he could do it, but um, he was hoping that uh, Kevin Bacon would pick things up as a Springwood slasher. Now, this is a very interesting uh, thing to pop back up in the news because as far back as 2016, uh, there was a tweet on Twitter. I'm not going to name the handle here. You can do your Google foo because I don't want to, you know, blow anybody up. But uh, someone had suggested that uh, if Nightmare on Elm Street got rebooted again, could they somehow get Kevin Bacon as Freddy? And Kevin Bacon actually quote tweeted and said uh, in a response, I like the way you think. And so that's kind of been, you know, percolating around the scuttlebutt surrounding whatever they plan to do with Nightmare on Elm Street moving forward. So now Robert England is kind of on the bandwagon or kind of, you know, obviously he wants to see something be done with the franchise again, you know. So I'm just curious to see which way Warner Brothers and New Line is going to go. Because, like, what do you... We've already seen what happens if they kind of just go and half-ass a remake, pretty much. You get something along the lines of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. So, what what's the plan here? You know, do you want do you want the, the cash grab or do you actually want to build on the franchise and push it forward a bit longer? than just, you know, a two to three year news cycle and big box office and then that's it. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Well, uh, my, my personal Bacon, though? Yeah. I mean, he has a... Uh, he, well, he was... I mean, obviously he was killed in Friday the 13th. Right. So he has, you know, he has plenty of horror movie experience. Right. Um, I actually think he would make a good Freddy. Yeah. As long as he uh, doesn't mess up the voice. <laughs> well, you know. Can't Rorschach it up. Well, he could. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, they probably thought that Jackie O'Halley wasn't going to do it. And he did. And I'm still bitter. And I hold grudges. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get over it by uh, episode 50. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think you'd make a good Freddy. Um, you know, at this point, depending on which way they want to go again, it's like, okay, what are you what are you selling besides Freddy Krueger? Are you really gonna delve deep into special effects and mythology stuff and all that, or uh, is it just gonna be a one-off? You know, who knows? Who knows what they can do? Uh, but uh, we'll see. My my uh, my pick is uh. If they want to move forward as like in a series of films, my pick is Ted Raimi. But 
I'm really? biased. Yeah. If you take a look, if you go back and look at uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2, the episodes when he reprises the role as Henrietta, watch his body language and work inside the suit and that makeup. That's 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 perfect stuff right there. Ted Raimi. Yes, you are a little biased. Um, <laughs> not unconventional. Because, you know, he's he's in the industry. Right. I mean, I have to... I have to... I see his face. And I see Freddy's face. And I mostly see Robert England's face. Right, well, that's... that's and the enough. problem is that we're, me and Robert England are birthday buddies. You know, we, have, <laughs> we, have, we have the same birthday. So, uh, you know... It's a little bit more... Um, it means a lot to me to think about it. I have to think about it. I mean, I'm not against it. Yeah, yeah. my suggestion for anybody like trying to visualize it, go back and uh, watch those episodes. Uh, the last three, last two, three episodes of the second season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. And uh, when they go to the cabin and um, watch as Ted Raimi reprises the role he first played way back in 1987, some 30 years later. And uh, just take a look at his body language, how he how he moves in the makeup and everything. And I think I think that's a Freddy Krueger that could be pretty awesome if things go that route. You're just giving it a reason to watch Ash versus Evil Dead again, which is fine by me. <laughs> I have I haven't rewatched it yet. I've it's always worth it. Always worth it. Hesi- I've been hesitant to go back into it because of uh, how quickly it was taken from us. Yeah. Like s- stars. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, pa- uh, I, pay, for, I pay for your channel, okay? <laughs> you guys don't come with a standard package. I'm a little upset. <laughs> I was going to boycott you guys, but then I realized I don't even watch Asher's Evil Dead on your show, on, on the station anyway. <laughs> That's not true. I take it back. Um, they were there in my times of need when I wanted to watch some horror movies. And no one had them, except for the stars app. Yep. So I apologize, stars. Um, but yeah, it's Freddy. Um, if they do move forward, that would be amazing. It's time. I mean, now that's even now. Even we were talking about it hasn't been a Jason movie in ten years. It has been a Freddy movie in nine years. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But Robert England does have recent experience playing Freddy. He did play Freddy on an episode of The Goldbergs last season and it was pretty damn good so if you need a fix there's one there i never realized how funny that show is <laughs> i had never seen it i yeah. had never seen it. i was at my friend's house all of a sudden you know uh syndication is a wonderful thing and we're hungover it's a saturday it was, yeah, it was like a saturday afternoon it was like channel 11 you know channel 11 always has a syndication and all of a sudden I see Robert England, and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> is, this, is this a Freddy movie? It's the Goldbergs. It was great. Then I watched a few more episodes. <laughs> that and Blackish. Yeah. And I was just there watching episodes of Blackish and the Goldbergs for two days, milking my uh, migraine and hangover. <laughs> Drink responsibly, kids. That's right. Hydrate. <laughs> yeah, definitely hydrate. But we have that. 
there's also news, like we said, about Anthony Michael Hall. And, um, well, not just him. That's right. Um, yeah, in Halloween Kills casting news, uh, Anthony Michael Hall has been announced to play Tommy Doyle, who uh, in this continuity will be making his return to the franchise, previously played uh, by Paul Rudd in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. So with that out there, they're really delving back into the uh, canon established from the first movie, obviously, and continuing in through Halloween 2018. And also, uh, Kyle Richards was announced to reprise her role as Lindsay Wallace from the 1978 Halloween movie. So now, now they really got my interest because they're starting to delve, really delve into what happened uh, during that original movie more so and how it ripples throughout the continuity established now in the current Halloween timeline. So now it's it's now we get to see how that night, the the terror of that night, kind of spread outward. That's really cool. Oh yeah, because so. we've seen the effect on Lori, right, and her family now, and now obviously there's two other kids. Sorry, oh, I missed hey, that. What's going on? Did you say? Ha! Brought to you in part by Apple. Um, <laughs> that just blew my mind. And um, there's three survivors. Yeah. You know, so what happened to Tommy Doyle? Mm-hmm. Especially since we're gonna, you know, everything from part two on is gone. It's done. It doesn't. It doesn't count. It never happened. Right. Paul Rudd technically never happened. That's right. Um, it was a. Uh, it was part of the time heist that got erased. Um, <laughs> another time heist. <laughs> episode seventy-two will be the time heist episode. That's right. We're just gonna go through franchises and. and, and talk about how they fit into time travel um but uh, but yeah i mean i i think an underrated aspect of halloween 2018 was the fact that it delved into how you know the the trauma of of that first movie kind of settled into haddonfield and everything for 40 years before it came back out and now you you start to see how it affects people other than laurie and everything so, it's good that they're they're bringing those characters back. I, I'm excited. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do it. Um, like, have they kept in touch? You know, it's, it's a traumatic experience. Forty years, those kids. You know, obviously, Lori took it to the extreme. Obviously, because she was the she became the single focus for Michael. After, you know, breaking out of... Or whoever broke her out of, broke him out of jail. Because I'm pretty sure Lori broke him out of jail. Still convinced. No. She broke him out of bus. I'm pretty sure... It was, well, they, they kind of hinted it. It was the doctor that set everything up, so... I know, but I like to believe it was her. Because I like <laughs> conspiracy theories. Yeah. This is what I do. <laughs> no, there's no factual evidence whatsoever. Just, just saying stuff. Just, I just say stuff. 
Yeah. I just say stuff. <laughs> and uh, who's the other? Uh, oh yeah. So the other big guest star was obviously our boy. We've already talked about Ash versus Evil Dead. And Ted Raimi, but uh, Bruce Campbell, who played the Doctor, the Sleep Doctor, in Psych, which is a great episode. Yeah. Is anything anything that Dulay's the top guy in the episode or Gus? My yeah. two favorite episodes: <laughs> Late Night Gus <laughs> and a player named Gus. Listen, that's that's I can go on Dulay Hill for hours. Yeah, hours. all the all the all the Gus centric episodes are just fantastic, and uh, show the show as a whole is fantastic. So I can't wait. Great. Can't wait for uh, that second movie to come out. Uh, uh, we got a few more ones. Yeah, gonna be around Christmas. Yeah, but uh, the the uh, the big Bruce Campbell news, and you know Bruce Campbell's always in 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 horror news based on anything he does. It always comes back to horror somehow. Um, there's two little bits here. Uh, number one, uh, the combat pack for Mortal Kombat was fully announced, and a lot of there were a lot of rumors that Ash Williams is going to be a part of it. Uh, it turns out that uh, Ash Williams is not a part of the first combat pack, but there was a screenshot floating around that uh, he would have been included. The character would have been included in that, that first salvo of characters. So it'll be interesting to see sometime next year whether or not uh, if that character got swapped out. But uh, for any fans of Evil Dead that have seen it about 40 or 50 times like I have, and uh, we're hoping for a new experience, there's going to be some screenings this fall of Evil Dead Reimagined. It's Evil Dead uh, in a 4K transfer with a completely new redone score by Joe Loduca. And uh, if you can find, if you can find Evil Dead Reimagined: The Nightmare Revisited on Spotify or Bandcamp, or pick it up from your favorite digital music retailer, it is phenomenal. It's got all the textures of Evil Dead and everything, all of it musically redone for 2018, 2019, because it came out last year. But it is fantastic and. If those those screenings are brand new, so it's going to be like a brand new Evil Dead experience. So I'm hoping there's one local. Uh, excuse me, local. See, I'm so excited, my voice went nuts. Uh, hoping there's one local, so wow, <laughs> I can pick it up. And, uh, that, that only happens once in a while. Yeah. So that means it's the real deal. That's it's the real deal. True enthusiasm. True enthusiasm when your voice betrays you. I don't think I've ever in my entire life heard anyone talk with such reverence, enthusiasm, and love for the <laughs> Evil Dead franchise as much as my colleague here, Adam Griffin. I can say that without hesitation, <laughs> without second thought. No other person comes close. This guy loves his horror movies. He loves his comics. He loves his video games. But the reverence for what he has for Evil Dead and Bruce Campbell is equal by none. Just want you guys to take that information. 
Yep, it is uh, easily one of my favorite franchises of all time. If not the, it, it fights with Elm Street, but uh, yeah, it's it's great, and I can't wait till we get to actually talking about that as a whole. He loves Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> He's trying to downplay it. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I really am. He really does. <laughs> I was gonna get him the puppet from uh, <laughs> from Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, like, I, wait a minute. I want that for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's at my. Like, I can't do that. I can't choose between the two of us. <laughs> Didn't get it. It's at my comic shop, and I just keep looking at it. Oh, that was really great. <laughs> I just, I just keep looking at it. Just, it's like, come on. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I don't want to get started because I'll just, I'll just rant. <laughs> I just, I just won't stop. We'll be here for forever. That's a, it's a communist theme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the Rolling Stones said, you know, once you start me up, well. I'll never stop. <laughs> something like that. Something. Um, something like that. And uh, <laughs> now, what? There's not. So there's not many movies or movie franchises like Evil Dead, uh-huh. where the first was you know meant to be complete horror. Um, yeah, and a lot of people forget that. With a little, I mean, there's a little satire, maybe, maybe in it. But then part two. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this up because I don't want to get into a full full conversation about the evil that because we will be here all night. Yeah. Is the similarities between what I saw the other day in Ready or Not and Ash um, Evil Dead Two? Actually, more honestly, it reminded me more of Drag Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Yeah. Then um that too. Because it's it's got so it's got its it's got its funny moments. But they work. You know, it's not a it's not a complete horror comedy. Um but it's 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 pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um just the whole premise of ready or not starting off with a simple game uh, I don't know you haven't seen it yet so I don't like to give up too much right. of what happened but I mean basically everyone knows you know they decide to go play hide and seek it's a game that gets chosen and hide and seek ends up being a deadly game of hide and seek and pretty much um, they have to find her and sacrifice her before before dawn um, Samara Weaving is really good in this movie. I had okay. never heard of her before. Didn't know who she was. Um, well, go ahead. Well, get, getting back to uh, the Evil Dead link, she was actually in uh, the last three episodes of Astro's Evil Dead Season 1. Get the... Wait a minute. Yep. She played uh, Pablo's almost love interest that... Gets hemmed up by the cabin. No. Yes. No. Yep. You're just blowing my mind right now. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
So she, she plays that ill-fated camper that gets absolutely destroyed by the cabin. Well, I'll be damned. Her name was Heather. <laughs> Holy cow. Look at the... See? This is why... This is why I keep it around. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Because he knows much more than I do, so... Uh, but she's really good at it. Okay. That's um, good. After I realized after looking at the posters that it wasn't um, Margot Robbie starring in this movie. Because, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe there's a big similarity between those two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people had trouble with that on the internet. And people got mad that people had trouble with that on the internet. But it's the internet, so what can you do? Besides my love for Yvonne Strakowski. <laughs> I love me some Margot Robbie. When they cast Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, I lost my shit. He did. If there's anything, if if Adam's thing is Evil Dead, <laughs> my thing is Harley Quinn. Since the moment she appeared on Batman anime series, right? Since that moment, before it was cool. To like Harley Quinn. I have been a Harley Quinn fan. You have indeed. Since the beginning. Alright? Since Joker's favor. That's right. That was the name of the episode. I have loved Harley Quinn with all my heart. Because she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> and I respect that. Um, but I have totally gone off the deep end again. You have, but that's okay. That's why we have a. Sh- that's why we have a show. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. Thankfully, and no one can tell me when to stop. <laughs> except, except when I have to leave, because life happens. And that's we have right. Responsibilities as, as, as adults. Anyhow, ready or not, I think you're gonna like it. Yeah. I think you're gonna love it. Um, if people are going in there thinking it's a straight up. Horror, 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 like a, like a psychological, like a, like a Shining, or um, something like well, psychological thriller. No, that's not that's not what this movie is. What it is, it's fun, um, and the twists and turns are really good. Like I said, really good acting jobs in, in, in the movie. It was really it was uh, really well done, and. Like I said, it, it reminds me mostly of Dragon to Hell. But, um... Oh, it's great. Like, oh, man. I don't want to spoil the movie. I need to go see it. Yeah, I'll, uh... I'll see if, I'll get, if I can get out of this, uh... extreme dislike of leaving the house. <laughs> and, and go see it before it gets out of theaters. Isn't that... But I, being hurt... Uh, it's a hermit with with the with the focus. I'm a oh, focus. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a focus hermit. Hey. <laughs> I'm a hermit with no focus, so there's a big difference. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to watching it one way or the other. Um, it it looks like it's it's a blast. I'm glad it's getting good reviews and nice traction among horror fans and on various websites and everything. So yeah, always good to see. Always good to see a good original property. Get some love. And always good to see old properties get new love. Like, 
the Blair Witch game. That's right. Uh, Blair Witch uh, dropped today because we're recording this on August 30th. So hopefully you hear it on August 31st. But uh, it, Blair Witch dropped for Xbox. And uh, you've been playing it. It's on my hard drive. But you've been playing it. What are your thoughts so far? I need you to play this game. <laughs> because this is a walking anxiety-filled mess. And I say mess in, in, a good, in a good way. I don't think I've... I mean, I've played it for a while. I don't think I've gotten very far in the game, but I have. Because everything is so fucked up. <laughs> it is... Oh my god. The mechanic... You have a dog. Everyone knows this. I'm not spoiling anything. The dog pretty much, you know, finds stuff, alerts you when there's danger. If the dog goes too far away, you start having a goddamn panic attack. I started having a panic attack. <laughs> the screen starts going black. The screen's that, like, your eyes are closing. Oh, wow. Okay, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I gotta play this. Cause, uh... For some people that suffer from anxiety, uh... Sometimes it was, it, was, it, was, it was a little much to handle. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Jeez, yeah. I wouldn't walk in a forest, right, at night with like my dog in a flashlight. This video game makes me not want to walk outside in the dark with my dog in the flashlight. I hate the forest now. <laughs> and I've only been playing for about an hour. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, last time I got really freaked out at a video game uh, was Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Uh, it had what was known, what was touted as uh, sanity effects. So it fuck with you, and it would <laughs> it would uh, it would say your save file got deleted or random things would start moving in the house. And uh, it would, you know, it would restart levels or have your character explode randomly going into a room. It was a mess. And I loved it, but it was scary as hell. Listen, the only other game that did anything like this to me, and it wasn't even a game. It was a goddamn demo. P.T. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I missed out on P.T. And I'm, I'm mad. I'm so upset you, they, like, erased it from the hard drives. Yeah. You couldn't even get it. Like, what, wait, what? What do you mean? That game. <laughs> was so uh, I've never been so worried. It was a demo. A demo. They, they could have. Like, how it says the evil within. Mm, uh, evil within is right. Yeah. This goddamn demo <laughs> scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Now, Layers of Fear is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and that has its moments. But PT, in its brief... Oh, it was just it was messed up. <laughs> There's just things going on. Mm. There's, uh, just bathtubs. And bathtubs are usually a bad sign in horror movies. Because things end up in the bathtubs. And then, yeah. Uh. Yeah, see, exactly. That reaction. Yeah. Uh. This Blair Witch. Well, I've always been a fan of the original Blair Witch. 
Yeah. I actually like the remake. Which is, well, again, there for me. <laughs> I liked it. Didn't love it. I liked it. It wasn't bad. But this game will fill you with so much anxiety, you may not want to play with the lights off. Challenge accepted. <laughs> if you do it, I would like for you to stream it in the dark uh, because I'm I'm hesitant because I was already freaking out when I had my first encounter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. An encounter with nothing. I don't even know what it was. How about that? All right. I'm going to have know, to. You won't even know what's coming. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. In the dark. In the dark. I will see what I can do. And got a locky door. <laughs> yep. Let's no AC, it. no fan. No AC, no fan. See now, see now we're getting into a... Uh, I want your mental state to be <laughs> fragile. Too okay. late for that. <laughs> it's too late for that. But, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if it's already there, then, then you don't have to do any of that. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But if, right, forward. if it's on your hard drive, which is, it's that's a rarity that you have the game already on your hard drive. Yeah, I had a little bit of space. Once again, Microsoft, if you want to send us one of your hard drives, Gear 5. Yep. Please. 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 If, if all I get out of doing this podcast is <laughs> it's free hard drive, besides the, the joy of doing this with one of my best friends, um, besides that thrill <laughs> and feeling, uh, yeah, hard drive would be nice. Yeah, yeah, I could use, I could use space. I could use the space. <laughs> but yeah, but that's where we find ourselves now. Um, yep, I, uh, I'm looking forward to, to firing that up. Looking forward to see what sort of news comes out from uh, more Halloween casting. You see how everything goes. But uh, with that, it looks like that this has been yet another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas the Podcast. We have been your hosts, Adam Griffin and Carlos Rivera. And you can find us on our respective social media handles at Griffmoy, that's at sign, G R I F F M O Y, and at Evil Intentions, at sign, E V L I N T E N T I O N S. As always, Mark Warren, podcast producer for the stars, has been responsible for making our brand of digital goodness sound oh so spectacular. Thank you for all that you do, Mark. And until next time, remember, never ask Ted where the corkscrew is. Thanks, folks. We'll see you again. Bye. It's extended by because I want to remind everyone that we are now on iTunes. Yeah, bitch, what's now?